Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello all and welcome to the Dangerous Women's Football Show. I am Rhiannon and I am joined, as always, by my trusty co-pilot, Car. Car, how are you? It's good to be back. Missed this. I was just about to say, how does it feel being back? We are recording this on the 3rd of August and the season starts on the 7th, which is this Sunday and I'm fucking buzzing. But we actually have pre-season to talk about. A couple of ones, a couple of incoming players, some very good incoming players. In my my opinion, I don't know how you feel about them, Carl, but I'm sure you'll have your thoughts, views and opinions. If if you would like to join the network, you can. And if you would like to get in contact with myself and Carl, we are on Twitter. You can tweet us at I am Deadly Monster 13. And Carl is at Blue, at Blue Nose Lass. I'm glad you know that I can remember what my handle was. And remember, always use the hashtag keep the battle fever on. So I think first thing is we should discuss transfers. Um, some very very sad transfers, in my opinion. Brianna Westrop, your trusty captain, Kirsten Riley and Chantel Suave have all departed the club. I know Chantel is now playing in France, but we don't know what's going on with Kirsten or Brie. I mean, I'm still absolutely gutted about Brie three, four weeks later. Um, I just It doesn't feel right not having Brie in the squad anymore. I mean, obviously we don't know what happened, but whether she didn't want to stay, whether Rangers didn't want her to stay, either way, it was brutal. Like, losing your captain that led you to your first title, it's always going to hurt, and she was just so special, Brie. She, like, always had time for everyone, had no issues talking to folks. She was just so nice. So it is sad. I do miss her. She will be always part of history, but it's like, it was not even just a tight one season, it was an invincible season. And that defence, that, that, that the centre-back pairings of Chantel and Brie and then Chantel and Yanni and Yanni and Brie, like, that was a core thing. Your defence very rarely changed, apart from when Rachel got injured and Demi would come into left-back. But I don't even think we conceded more than like, more than 20 goals. I think it was, it was a ridiculous amount of goals that we kept out, like, your defence was ridiculous at times and Brie was that person that would show up. She was so comfortable playing the ball. So it's just weird not seeing her there. Obviously, we'll talk about who we've brought in and place of her, but I'm, I'm, I'm gutted about Brie and Kirsten. You, you, everybody knows I was a massive Kirsten stan. I loved Kirsten. I thought she was quite a, a bit her and Chelsea for me, like the centrepieces of the, the midfield, especially with Tess coming in. That allowed Kirsten to move further forward. Um, or forward play as, as Tess came in was ridiculous. She just seemed to went up a level this season. Um and I don't I mean personally myself I was I've discussed I thought she should have been in the run for a place at, in the Scotland team and hopefully if she's moved somewhere it will give her the opportunity to do that because I think her talent's undeniable. I mean I just couldn't believe it. Like all three of those caught me off guard but especially Brian like Kirsten I just Genuinely couldn't believe it. Unless she's got a place down in England or, you know, abroad somewhere or something and like something that she can, you know, build her career upon. But I just I did not see that coming at all. 
I loved Kirsten, incredible in the midfield. They got unlucky with some injuries, but who hasn't in our team, to be honest? Yeah, um, well. All the best there. Like, I genuinely hope all three of them go and smash it, but just she's some player, like. It's, it's It does hurt. Like, you know how much I love Kirsten, so it definitely hurts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Chantel, obviously, sometimes we were a bit doubtful on a bad way. I just think a constant back passes to Jenna and sometimes she looked a wee bit insured and uncomfortable but I think towards the end of the season she really came into her own um, I mean I think pivotal moments is a somewhere defensive play against Celtic for one and then the goal against Glasgow City the first game of the season where we got the draw that's pivotal for us Not, I mean we dropped points but not dropping points to the point that we were now three points behind them and that gave us that advantage in the belief going forward to have a really good season so I was sad to see her go because, as I said, towards the end of the season, I thought she was absolutely smashing it. Last quarter of the season, she was our best player in most games. So like, I hope that's what's got her, the move to France. Because, you know, France does have a good league. They, like, mm-hmm. you know, How many times have Lyon won the Champions League? So at least four. I know that much. Do you know what I mean? I'm probably talking absolute shit there. Don't quote me on that, folks. <laughs> <laughs> France do have a really good women's league, so if that's what spurred her on to get a, a move there, then fair play to her because she 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 was inconsistent. That was my gripe with her. You didn't know what you were getting on what day. So towards the end of the season, she really like you could see how confident she was in herself, how sure she was. So just you know, she she will be a big mess. But like I say, we have brought some some firepower in, so hopefully they'll do the job. I think we should uh, maybe start from the back out. Um, so, first of all, we have Victoria Essen. I don't know if that's the right pronunciation. I think it's uh, Essen. Is it Essen? I think so. That's what some. I think it was Louise in her interview called her Essen. So I'm going to go with right. Essen. Right. So Victoria Essen, um, a New Zealand and international goalkeeper, 31. We got her from the German, uh, the Frauen Bundesliga. Um, incredible goalkeeper for what we've seen. Uh, her distribution is excellent been to a World Cup, like that's very, very good experience I think we needed, especially trying to get into the Champions League this season Yeah, definitely, I know we didn't know what was happening with Megan, the club still haven't announced what's happening with Megan but going by her social media Megan Cunningham, from her social media she's gone off to become a firefighter she's been in and out doing bits with the club, but I don't know if that was just kind of giving them a wee hand when we didn't have anyone in, so it's looking like Victoria's now going to be our number one, I think. I, I don't know. Maybe that's just me hoping. But from what I've seen of her, she's much more sure of herself. She'll come out for balls, but she knows she's going to get them. She doesn't yeah. fumble around in the hopes that, you know, she might get it. She's very sure of herself. Like you say, going to the World Cup, playing for New Zealand, a lot of experience. I know she's 31, but in the women's game, that's not that's such a big factor. So I'm, I'm very happy with that. I would like another goalkeeper in, but... I'm very happy with that. I think, because we have discussed this in, on the group chat about Vic potentially being number one. I mean, we'll, we'll maybe come on to the games, but we did we did have a, a friendly against um, Atletico Madrid. We did also have a Glasgow Cup game against Celtic, both of those games, which I would say are quote-unquote big games. She started and played the full 90 minutes in. Um, she didn't and, in the Atletico game. Jenna played the second half. Oh, so she did. You're correct. Oh, do you know what it is? Um, Spartans. She played against Spartans. That was what it was. You're right. Yeah. Um, but um, like I think just when you're looking at the quality of distribution and stuff, Champions League, we're going to need that because she's going to have to get that ball moving quickly to a Brogan or a Megan Bell when she comes back because they are are more pacey players to allow us to move forward. Um. So I think that's very important. So we'll come on to defence now. Uh, we have brought in two centre-backs. We have brought in staunch Catherine Hull. She came from Durham. Come back. Which, uh, well, exactly, welcome back. Um, Catherine actually played for us before but became professional. She spent the last five years down in Durham. Um, it's always very good to have more Rangers fans come in and play for us. And after what I've seen, holy shit, what a signing. She is just like a prop centre back if if in doubt hoof it to Rosie just strong covers covers really well tracks back really well um isn't afraid to kind of draw a striker and pass the ball out um I I think she's 
going to be a really good signing for us. How do you think she'll be fair car? I mean, obviously she's a Rangers fan, so we're going to love her regardless. But see, she's pacey, which is what I like. I love that from a centre-back, being able to trust yourself. You get something wrong to chase it down. I've noticed that a lot in the games that she's played so far. She's chasing every ball down. Whether she loses it, whether somebody else loses it, it doesn't matter what. She's running after everything, and I love that. Brick wall as well. Was it the Spartans game? Or was it the Hib- Hearts game? I can't remember which one it was. But she's just nothing was getting past her. Just, I'm going to be biased because I, I love anyone that's a Rangers fan, but just absolutely incredible. Obviously, you missed the, the Glasgow Cup here against Celtic. Brickwall is exactly how I would describe her. Going back for every ball, she's not afraid to go in for a tackle either. She's not afraid to come out with the ball, which I really like as well. And she's, she's not scared to come out and try and play the ball more forward, get up to the halfway line or whatever. Um, but she said Brickwall against Celtic, she was incredible. Maybe a slight fault for their goal, in which we will come on to. But yeah, just I think she's going to be an incredible signing. So we also literally just announced this evening um, that Hannah Davidson has signed from AIK in Sweden. Uh, Hannah did play in the NWSL. I think Carl, you posted in the group chat, nineteen games and six goals. Is that correct? No, so she played university for, I want to say Illinois, and then she went to NWSL Chicago Pride. Last season, last two seasons, she played for AIK. So last season, no, this, that was she played 19 games and got six yellow cards. <laughs> she didn't oh, score any goals. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh me watch that one. She seems like a firecracker then, doesn't she? But only 25. So... She looks a lot older. Very tall, which we like in a centre-back. We do. A lot of experience. Which a lot of experience. So I, I'm very happy with that. We haven't seen her play yet. As I said, she's just been announced, but we know that she was in pre-season over in Spain playing at, you know, training at Pinta Arena with the rest of the, the women. Um, so I, I, we don't know how she'll fair yet. I, I guess we'll maybe find out on Sunday if she starts. If she's came in and went straight into training, I'm assuming Malky's got in mind for her to start up because we have lost our centre-back pairing. So I think getting her and Catherine in to the start of the season um, is imperative to get them fit and ready and going forward. Um, but I'm excited to see her. If I, I had a wee YouTube and she looks, she looks very good. Um, so I'm quite excited um, to see where she goes. What do you think? Yeah, the, I mean, I had a wee look. The AIK fans um, were gutted to lose her. I mean, the amount of people on her post on Instagram just saying, I can't believe like we've lost such a good player. Like That fills me with you know, hope that she's going to be great. I mean, very tall. Like, c- could play basketball kind of tall. So I'm very happy <laughs> with that. We need that. We have a lot of short players in our team, which when going for corners and such, like we struggle to defend against. So I'm very happy with that. She yep. does look very good. And for all being 25, having played in America, to then go to Sweden and then come to us, it shows that she's trying to branch out, which is nice because a lot of people will just stay in America or, you know, yep. so from there, they tend to play university, go to NWSL and then end up somewhere and kind of don't get very far so and the interview she did she's very um hopeful in her career path she knows what she wants and she's very sure of herself so I like that I just need to see how she gets on the confidence levels uh Vic was the same in her interview the confidence Mm. levels I loved um they're coming in full of confidence and their abilities and all what they can bring us and I think that's really really important going forward we are players we don't want people coming around and showing yourself we are now defending champions. I want Champions League. I want to hit the ground running. I want every trophy available. That's that's yeah. just your mentality as a Rangers fan. You always want every trophy available. So we want players think the same things. So that's what I think. Yeah, especially with her experience as well as well as like the ones we're going to come on to discuss. Like we need that for Champions League because this isn't Boromir Thistle. We're coming up against part time like sixteen year olds. This is very yeah. experienced teams we're coming up against. We need to be sure of ourselves that we can handle it. And, you know, it's a scary prospect, but it's an exciting prospect. And hopefully we can do a bit better than the men did last night. But we won't talk about that. No, Jesus Christ, no. I'm already depressed. <laughs> right, so we'll come on to our midfield now. We also signed from the Frowning Bundesliga, Nina Orschman. 
um, who is a midfielder. She, I think, has came in in place of Kirsten Riley. Um, she took Kirsten's shirt number over. That still hurts. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, we've seen her playing pre-season, played in the game against Spartan, scored an absolutely beautiful goal, a chip over the goalkeeper, just absolutely incredible. I think Dina is also a firecracker. She's certainly got a couple of yellow cards in her, maybe a couple of reds as well, but again, not scared to drive forward with the ball. Um, And I think we we missed last season rather than try to walk the ball in the net as somebody who will take a dig for outside. Um, So having seen her kind of try and do that has been, you know, very nice to see. What what have you thought of Dina so far? I mean, I was calling her a bulldozer because she was just running through everyone, especially that Hearts game. She was just run. I think it was, was it Emma Brownlee was marking her, another one that we lost, unfortunately. But she was just running through her. And every time she came at her, Emma was just turning back and passing it back because she was, like, shitting herself. Just absolutely. She's a bit fumbly, I'll give her that. But she obviously, everyone's going to need time to gel in and settle in and get their feet, especially in that Spartans game. I noticed Nick saying to her a couple of times, like, settle, you're fine, like, don't worry about it, but absolutely a bulldozer and will, I think, run for everything and try and run through everything. So, like you say, I think a few yellow cards and maybe a couple of reds in there knowing our refs. But I think she's going to be what we need. Somebody that's not going to take anybody's shit. Well, yes, I think um, it's a couple of players you look at and you think, you know, can I go in my elbows and stuff? A couple of knocks for her and that'll soon stop them. Right. Try it. Looking at you, a certain yellow and red player, number three. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then we also have Yeni Danielson. She's came in from AIK as well. She is a midfielder forward. Uh, unfortunately, Jane Ross is out with an ACL injury, and that's absolutely devastating. So it is good news that we're bringing another forward in. Um, I don't really know too much about Yeni, as, as she, again, she's no. I've not really seen much of her. It was just slight highlights from the Atletico game because we haven't seen her play a full game. Um, Carl, how did you think Yeni did and how do you think she'll fit into the team? So looking at her stats, she's been midfield and forward. So I think she's quite versatile in that way that I don't think it matters where you put her, she can be okay. We've not seen her play in any of the games. I think, did she play the game on Monday against Atletico Madrid, which we didn't see because nobody was streaming it. But if she is that versatile, and like you say, we lost Jane to the Spartans game because somebody went in with a horrible tackle and took her out, um, we're going to need that. So it would be nice to have somebody that can, doesn't matter where they go, if they maybe like do a pivot, move further up or whatever, she's got that. Again, very tall, looks built. I like I certainly wouldn't run at her with any pace. Um, <laughs> but I'll, I'll just need to wait and see. But she's 27, still quite young, got a few years in her, so... I'm, I'm excited to see how she does. Yeah, I think she looks very good. Um, from the highlights, she looked good. Um, but as I said, we've not actually seen her play a full game yet. Maybe she'll get some minutes on Sunday um, at the opening game of the season, which I'll come on to briefly just now. Rangers women now have season tickets available. It is £89, but if you're like myself and car and you have your MyJers, it goes to 75 which I think is a very good price and we now have a new home stadium of Broadwood not so happy about the plastic pitch but due to Champions League we have been told we need to find a bigger stadium uh, and I think Broadwood's a slight bit easier to get to than uh, Ockenhowie so honestly that is positives all round in our part so if you can get along in the games they're on a Sunday, take your kids it's like a five or even if you don't like it's, it's good, it's good quality and we win the league so, swans and roundabouts. Um, so, we'll come on to pre-season. We had um, a couple of games. Wait, so wait, we had... hold on. You've hold missed on. our collection, Vanna. You've missed our oh, hands. So I have. That was like that many. It's hard to keep track, to be honest. Yeah, that is, that is correct. We did actually sign Collect Cavanaugh. She came from Hibs. Um, so, we've actually seen her in action on an opposing team. I think Nick Doc called her the foul queen on Instagram, which I think would feel for us. I'm very happy <laughs> she's on our team now. She was a bloody bastard to play against. So I'm very happy <laughs> that she's now on our side because she was. She's like a little Jack Russell. She'd get at you and she was a pain in the ass. So I'm very happy she's with us. She's very versatile as well. She's a midfielder, but she can play all across the whole length of it. So it doesn't matter where you put her. Very good. 
very excited about that very young got a lot of years in her yet and she seemed happy to be here whether she comes from a certain side of the city who cares she's with us now yes i can apologies Colette. i did not mean to miss you we just have that many people coming in it's ridiculous that's six also mentioned Jodie McCleary, Emma Watson and Kirsty McLean are now full-time first team players. Yeah we can because that's fucking brilliant. Love that. Very they happy have been, They have been so good last season. This season I think I'm just going to build on that. Not only did they win SWPA one, they won their own league, the under-19s and the under-19 Scottish Cup and Cup. they also went invincible in their league season as well. Absolutely fucking ridiculous talents. It's 16-17. Crazy, crazy stuff. I'm very, very glad that they are now full first-team players. Obviously, a shout-out to people like um, Ailey Austin and um, Jardin. I don't know. I can't remember first names. Is that Kayla? Kayla Jardin, that's it. Who are now where Jodie and um, and stuff was last season. They're coming up, I think. For 16, Ailey Austin is incredible. She came on against Spartans, done a fantastic job. And then at Celtic, she kind of came on at the last stages of the second half. And for such a, for a, a, being a first kind of quote-unquote big old fun game, because all old fun games are big, but to be uh, like in the first team playing against Celtic's first team with players like Lisa Robinson and, and doing the job she did, like it's a ridiculous talent. At her age, honestly, I think she's going to be an absolute quality player. Our academy's got to be the best in the country. Maybe not, like, well, Scotland anyway. I don't know about Britain, but Scotland anyway. Like, our under-14s, under-16s, under-19s all won their leagues. All, I don't think then 14s won, but they both won their cups. Just incredible. And then you look at them, they're like born in 2005. They're children. And yet they're playing first-team football and absolutely smashing it. Like, it's just incredible. Like, it, we have worked out with some of the talent we've got. I mean, I think that could be our full first team in a couple of years' time. It is mind-blowing because they're just going from strength to strength. So it's just it's incredible. I'm absolutely loving it. So now I think we're good to come on to pre-season now. Yeah. Are we good? We've covered everyone now, yeah. Oh, okay. wait, hold on. Emma, Emma Brownlee and Kira Grant left and went to uh, Hearts. Yes, I mean, that was kind of start of the season. So, I mean, Emma didn't really feature last season. She had reoccurring injuries, which it was a yeah. shame, to be honest, because she came on maybe once that, this season. And then, came on season. Yep, and then came on literally at the end of the season against Celtic, and that was it. Kira, I was actually quite gutted with. I thought Kira was a good player. She was very tenacious, wasn't afraid of a shot outside the box. So I was gutted to see her goal but we also know Kira is a fully qualified doctor so I don't know if it's maybe something to do with that um, but I was sad to see her goal Right now we've covered everyone. Now we're good you sure? Yep. yep. Smashing yep, so we had uh, lots of we, 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 five five pre-season friendlies we had uh, yeah, game against five. Hearts game against Hearts, Spartans, Celtic and the inaugural Glasgow City Cup uh, Charlton? Charlton, Charlton, that's Charlton. Charlton, and then the last game was against Atletico Madrid. So let's start with the Hearts game, which we were at, Carl, which was a 3 0 win. Um, quite a convincing. two. Was it two? Why, why did I think it was three? Spartans, Spartans was two. Uh, Spartans was three. That's what it is. I'm getting my games mixed up. Apologies, people. It was a 2 0 win. I believe it was uh, Jane and Lizzie on the score sheet for it, well, as so. always. Yep, get standard. I get that right. That That's why I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> that cast, cast that person, I just look like an idiot and waffle on. Uh, yeah, I mean, not a bad outing for the first kind of kick about the season, kind of running and stretching her legs. Um, Rachel McLaughlin was back in, which was good to see. Um, she was obviously injured and it was, it was harrowing. But, I mean, at the end of that game, the only player that was a full team, like a first team player, I guess, Apart from like Jodie and stuff, so basically somebody on the pitch who was not a fucking child was Lizzie Arnott. <laughs> it was like Lizzie and the Wayne. It was literally it was like Lizzie and the kids. It was ridiculous, and 
they, they showed up, they absolutely showed up, they created a lot of chances. I mean, uh, Laura Berry was uh, un- unlucky. There was a couple of times that the kids were very unlucky to have not scored. But watching that is you that is your academy. This is like this is, and I'm watching this, and it's like watching the first team. Like they're so confident and comfortable on the ball. A back line was ridiculous. It was great. I, I can't remember her first name, but she started the game, and it sent her back great. And she was Georgina Georgina Gray. She was incredible as well. So calm, so confident, slotted into that as a that back line. So she'd been there the whole time. It was ridiculous. So so good. Even the goalie as well. In yeah. in man. I'm not really 100% sure how you say her name. She came in because Gemma, Gemma, Jenna had dislocated her finger in training, so couldn't play and got subbed out the last minute. But you think she'd been playing like her whole life? She even she wasn't spectacular. She didn't have much to do, to be honest. I don't think they had a shot on goal. But she held her own for being 14, 15, like absolutely smashed it. And like you said, the rest of them absolutely killed it as well. But I mean, I love Laura Berry. I think she's our next captain. Well, not next, but in a few years time, I think she'll be our captain. Utterly incredible. But again, Ailey, Gray, all of them just absolutely smashed it. I forgot Lizzie was on the pitch at one point because it was just yeah. so many wanes, just no fear. And it's like hearts didn't know what to do. I don't know if they were scared because it was children and they don't want to hurt them, but it was, it was, it was like, it was like the hearts, the men's hearts games last season where they just put the wanes on and let them, let them go and have right, that. Yeah. to see. Yeah. But it especially was... that game, Kathy and Dina absolutely smashed it that game. Yeah. 100%. Um, it's, it's one of those ones like you and Laura have said that you are members of the Laura Berry fan club and, and I remember myself because she is, she is very, very good. Very good. Um, so the next game after that would be the 3-0 win over Spartans. Uh, unfortunately, this is the game where we lost our beloved Jane Ross. Um, it's no need for a tackle like that in pre-season at all. Are you want a pre-season friendly like that? Ridiculous. <sighs> I don't understand. And it, well, I know it wasn't it wasn't one of our Hannahs that that did it, but it was one of the other ones. But there was just absolutely no need to, for a flying tackle like that in a preseason. Should have been a card, nothing given. Ref shot it. No linesman. Oh, that's the entire game. Weird man. They did have a linesman who obviously worked for Spartans, and then flagged an offside, and the ref just ignored them, and he was like, "Fuck us, I'm away." So there's no linesman to call at all. It was just an absolute clusterfuck. The referee was shocking. There was a couple of times they should have been carded. They went offside. They missed. Dina was offside quite a bit and nothing. It was just a clusterfuck. We won, which was important. You know, it goes to Dina, Jody, and. Jesse. Jesse, you're too, my fave. I've um, got the second one. Chelsea, aye, so it was Dina Chelsea, then Jodie would get the only goal of the second half. But I mean, Jodie's kind of playing further up front now, I've noticed. She's more in a striker's role, which she really suits because she's not scared to chase the goalkeeper down for a ball, which is what we needed. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a good performance. Apart from losing Jane, lots of positives to come away from that. I mean, that was the first time we've seen Colette play, it was the first time we've seen Vic play, and they've done extremely yeah. well. So, uh, you know, you, you could see it working out. Um, so yeah, that's an exciting prospect. We've got some really good players in there. Yeah, it was good. It was. Um, we didn't know who scored the second goal because it was a bit scrappy, but turned yeah. out we'll see. But, but Dina's goal was just. She tried a few from out the box. wasn't wasn't working. She'd missed like an absolute rocket. Just went over the bar. But that one was just a wee dinking over. Absolutely buzzing for her because she looks like she's got a few in her. She does, she very much does, and she, as I said, she's not scared to try from outside of the box. So the next game after that would be a 2-1 inaugural Glasgow Cup win. So that basically meant because Glasgow women and Glasgow City shout out of the tournament, this was the final. Shout bags, Tessel, my dig and I don't, I don't blame Glasgow, eh, not Glasgow City, Glasgow women for pulling out. If they're going to be the only team playing against Rangers and Celtic, of course they're going to pull out when they're a part-time team. Glasgow City have no reason to shit it from the city of Glasgow Cup. You've won the league 15 times in the last 16 years. You've had everything going for you. Why are you suddenly now shitting it from us? Well, at least I can 
Littlest chicken was unhappy and did not want to play this tournament. She's like, I, she's like, start your push. I've formed the console. I'm no doing this. I'm done. Littlest chicken decided I'm no doing this. So yeah, I mean, if we won, it was it was actually quite. You know, it could have been more of the first half. It could have been six 0 easily. You know, they they do not like a high press. We we press that back line. They don't know what to do with ourselves. Um. Kayla McCoy was back. She just went qualified for the World Cup with Jamaica, so it was very nice to see Kayla back. And she was in top form as always. I love Kayla. I think Kayla's incredible. So that was just that was good vibes. There was a couple of tackles in there. I thought they lot that lot should have been carved for, but what can you do? Uh, Sam Kerr and Catherine going on with their elbows. Stuff you love to see. Jodie going on with a two footer. Absolutely broke stuff with Jodie as well. We just love it when we rough them up, don't we? Really, but I mean, it was quite scrappy towards the end. Celtic had a lot of possession, while putting a lot of pressure on us. Uh, unfortunately, we had Tesla Madagan at centre back, which I will never get, and I'm so fucking thankful we'll never have to see that again because Tess is a midfielder is great. Tess is a centre back, not so much because Tess doesn't have the fucking legs for it. I love. T- Yes, I do, but Tess is not a centre-back, and I was shit myself until today that we were going to have Tess and McCarthy Hill for the rest of the fucking season. And I just couldn't do it. Tessel Middag is my idol. I love that woman with a passion, but oh my God, she is not a centre-back. I think she forgot in the Spartans game that she was even playing in the back line. Because the amount of balls that just went past her and she was like, oh, wait, fuck, there's nobody behind me. I understand. Malky said, I can't, I don't, can't remember what interview it was, but he said, it's just to get minutes in the legs of girls. Fine. But the amount of games that he played her as a centre-back was uncalled for. Too many. There was too many games. Sparks, <laughs> Celtic, Charlton, huh? and Atletico Madrid. No, Tess is, no, Tess is not a centre-back. We do not put Tess in centre-back positions, we have fucking centre-backs. This is why you don't like two of your centre-backs go at once. And where the fuck is Yanni Arm? We thought she's coming back. We don't know if she's coming back. Malky said she was coming back, but I thought she's coming back. So what's happening with that? I, I don't know. He can't tell you she's coming back if she's not coming back. Did he get her confused with Jenny? Did he think Yenny Danielson was Yanni Arm? She, she's been living up in England at the Euros, so I don't and back home, so I don't know where she is, but she better be fucking coming back. If she's not coming back, I'll cry because I love Yanni. But yeah, it's just an absolute. It was just a cost of fucking. I do love Tess, but no, she's, she's not sitting her back. No, yeah. absolutely not. But we did win two two one, and Sam scored the only Rangers goal because the other one was an own goal. Oh, absolutely. The captain of all people, Lizzie, with a lovely Rangers. calling in. Um, I guess Kayla with the kind of shieldy moment, and Fender think, well, the Celtic player thinks she's clearing it and slides it in the back of her net. Straight in, and then does this. Oh, Get had me. that in the move. Kayla's just like, it's just, just like, oh, that is. Everyone's just like, <laughs> yeah, that is. Like, like my Twitter header because they should hang that shit in the Louvre because it's fucking glorious. Incredible. She just looks so gutted. But seeing the train back, I was hearing these these scratches of our Celtic fans saying, Oh, I'm not too worried. I mean, it was only 2 1 and it was an own goal. I'm like, You should be worried because if we'd have buried the chance, we'd have gone. It could have been more than 2 1. It could have been 4 0 in the first half and then we have done. Fran okay. being Fran and getting raging. I'm surprised you never get yellow cardies. Standard. Current. Somebody said to Nick's dad as well, Cam doing me, it's only friendly. So when Fran was doing his thing, um, Alan that sits with us and his, and his son, or was it Ali, sorry, that sits with us and his son just went, Cam down, Fran, it's only friendly. And that was us laughing on his daft. Listen, if it had only been a friendly, fine. We would never play a friendly against them shite bags. It's not but a friendly. It's not a friendly. It was the city of Glasgow camp. It's a camp. We started the, the season with silverware, so we're just starting yeah. as we mean to go on. It's not, it's never a friendly against them. And I don't know why I go into the Sydney Cup with them because they're scumbags and I fucking hate them. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like it's never a friendly against them, regardless of what you're playing for. You could have set up as a friendly, it's not friendly. I hate them. I hate you. You are a shit team. I think they're scum. 
No, it is not a friendly. No. Absolutely not. It's how Rhiannon feels. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I didn't like them. I'm no, I'm no exactly a fan of them. Like, <laughs> I, I, I run, I run the merch page for the supporters group on Twitter, and this lassie followed me, and I was like, okay, right. So followed her back, and then I noticed she'd like had to sell like in her header and stuff. So I immediately unfollowed, and she was something to do with their academy or something. And I was like, what the fuck are you following me for? That and makes at that game, she tagged me. This is us just having a conversation now. She tagged me in a post, and it was like three young lassies that were Celtic fans, and like two young lassies that were Rangers fans. And she like tagged me for some reason. And I was like, listen, hen, that's very sweet, but gonna not tag me in that. I don't give a fuck. Wow. <laughs> very that's, bizarre. Bizarre behavior. It makes, but. it makes no sense. Do you know why that is? Because they want to start a supporters group as good as ours. And but they have happen. one. They just nobody listens to them, and nobody knows they exist. They do have one. Shite. Do they? I, I see. They don't know they exist because I did not know they existed. Mm, wow. How how shite are you? Have they get songs or anything? Oh, I don't. I just know they have a podcast, but I've never watched any of the things. I just I they retweeted something about the Scottish Women's Cup that's coming next year. And I was like, what's that? So I clicked on their profile, and yeah, apparently it's the supporters group for them. New information. When we were at the cup game, the only song they kept singing was um, Fran Alonso, We Love You. And I'm like, David, but <laughs> it was this literally the same song. And I was just thinking, anytime somebody kicked the ball, what I've got, literally, we've literally got songs with just about every player in the pitch, apart for the new ones. Obviously, we're trying very hard to sort that. We're getting there. We are getting there. But like, we have one for pretty much every player in the pitch, and you've just Get like one song for everybody because they kept singing it to Jacinta as well. Jacinta was in fucking Catherine's back pocket a whole game. Calm the fuck down, him. <laughs> right, shall we move anyway, on to the yeah. Scotland game? Yes, um, we oh, that was a 1 0 defeat. Jenna was off a line. It was also, it was like reminiscent of the Livingston goal. If you've seen the Livingston goal with McLaughlin, it was the same with Jenna. Um, just thinks the ball over. We were very lucky in the first half there. There was originally a goalie that got called offside. I'm not so sure it was offside, to be perfectly honest. I actually thought it should have stood. I thought it was a perfectly good goal, but I'm not a linesman. Um, very shoddy. Like, the first half we were great. And then the second half we made changes. The back line and stuff again. Tess was in at centre-back and it just the flow and stuff was really not the same. You know, we, you had, we ended up with Lizzie and it's uh, left back because Nick had to move to centre back because he served Catherine and it was just a whole host of things that just did not make fucking sense. Um, so yeah, but a clusterfuck to be honest. Um, and if you, you want to see that, because that was our first know. game on on Broadwood as our pitch. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it might have been because I know it slows the game down, but it was just a torrid and a lot of back passing, and it was like watching the men at times and I could just feel myself getting super frustrated and I like, just fucking put the ball forward, get to move forward. It was it was not great. I mean, the, and then obviously the last game was against Athletic and we actually don't really know how much that was good. We have had highlights. We know that we got beat 2-0. But again, that's just, we don't have enough information to kind of comment on that. Um, I mean, Athletic are a good team, so 2-0 isn't that bad. They're scoring. I mean, I was expecting about six, so I'm happy with two. Saying that, their first yeah. goal was a good goal. Their second goal should have been saved. Don't know why Jenna insists on fucking coming so far at her box for absolutely no reason, and then she passes the ball right back to them, and they score from it. Yeah. It's just it's stupid little shit like that that's going to cost us in big games and Champions League, and that's what we need to get rid of. Yeah, unless that's why Vic's coming in, because Vic doesn't come as far off a line. As Jenna does, Jenna is pretty much at the halfway line at points. Like, please get back in your box. Yeah. We've actually been like, Jenna, Jenna, get back in your box. Like, legit. Listen, I love Jenna. Nothing against her, but I just. Oh, I love her. I want her goalies to stay at least in their box. Well, that's the thing. Like, you know, that's a role. We, we have been critical of Jenna, not a bad way, because the Glasgow City game that won as a league, she was fucking outstanding and saved her asses. Like, saved her asses that game. But at the same time, like, not last season, but the season before, Costa, Costa's against Celtic a couple of times. 
there was red card incident against the, uh, Glasgow City. You know, the, the second time we played them at home, there was just a, kind of, a wee list of stuff that she's done and you're just like, oh, Jenna, I love you, but no, sort of thing. I mean, I, I, I definitely... Think as well will help in terms of competition. You know, her yes. back's going to get up now if there's somebody that can come in and can take her shirt. So yes. in a theory, it should help in a way to make that more, I'm going to be better because I need to be or I'm not going to play. Yeah, I think Frick's experience will only help Jenna because she can provide Jenna with a bit more insight and advice because she has been at a top level for so long. Um, and hopefully that will maybe mean change Jenna's mentality or where she's on the pitch and maybe help with distribution and things. I genuinely do think Vic is the person that starts Champions League against Ferenc Vakos. I think that's we need that experience. We need, as I said, we've talked about distribution. They fast balls to Brogan or Megan or whoever's in the wing to try and get further forward, passing it up to Lizzie, passing it to Kayla for hold up play. We really need that. We cannot afford to not have that as an option. You don't sign a New Zealand keeper who's played in the World Cup to sit on a bench. I don't no. see her being asked to come and sit on a bench. Like, you just don't think that would be a thing. Maybe they, you know, you said you'll get Champions League and then throughout the league we'll chop and change and maybe you one of you will get the cup or whatever. But I don't see somebody of her quality and experience sitting on a bench for a Champions League game against somebody that's never played in Champions League. I would agree with that. I mean, do you know, Jenna's never had, I think she's maybe played for Scotland once at a youth level, but I don't think she's ever got a game at, you know, full-time level. Whereas Vic's been World uh, Cup, she's played, did she? Okay, I, I apologise. I remember I was a friendly, I think it was against Sweden, and it was it was Jenna that was in, was in goals for that right. game. And she was pretty good, but, you know, she's, she's no ups, managed to ups up. Um, Lee Alexander, I think Martha Thomas, who is you know at a way to Liverpool is showed her a level she's not going to take the jersey off her either. If she wants full time and, and caps her Scotland, she will need to up her game. And as you said, maybe Vic will do that for her. But uh, as you said, I don't think you bring in a World Cup player and not start her. Yeah, definitely. Maybe that's just me. So us. Yes, well, so we can come on to this Sunday's game. Uh, well, be Friday, and there'll be nothing fucking planned. Um, I've got flags. Don't you worry. I've got flags. Yeah. I, well, good news is I've got a, a nice big American flag that we can now bring for Hannah. Oh yeah, bring her. So well, we're sorted that way. But um, yeah, kicking off the season. As defending champions, which is things you love to see. Um, first league game at Broadwood. Uh, it's very, very exciting. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, Scott and the rest of the crew at Battlefield have actually sorted this with some press stuff, so we might get some interviews and things for you people. Pre-match, if- post-match, and during the match from Rihanna. Not for me. I'll be too busy screaming at folk. No, see, during the match, you're not. I tried it once at the Hibs game and like completely forgot. And I was like, oh fuck, I'm supposed to be tweeting. And it was like 20 minutes ago. I was like, well, this situation, it might just be goals and subs. That might be the only thing I will give you because let's be honest, I like to scream and shout and sing. And this is why we have told them that we can't sit with the media because we can't behave ourselves. That's just not going to happen. No, I can behave myself. I just don't want to sit on my hands and not cheer my team on. I don't understand how anyone can do it, but fair play to you. And if it's the middle of winter and it's snowing and it's freezing, then I'll sit on my hands if it's warm. <laughs> Pitodry. If it's up at Pitodry, we're freezing yeah. up and there's decent Wi-Fi, then yes. Yes, folks, I'm yeah. with the media. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to that kind of side of things. We talked to the players after match anyway, but just that extra wee minute to get interviews and thoughts will be really good um, they're all a lovely bunch of people anyway and they'll, they'll spend time chatting away so I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that that'll be great fun I'm looking forward to it's that it's an exciting that. game too because it's Glasgow girls and women women and girls I'm not really 100% sure about the name is but this is their inaugural season in the SWPL1 and our old coach I want to say coach manager one of two can't remember which oh years back but yeah, so 
that'll be exciting to see how we fare against. And by fair, we're going to beat them 5 now. I mean, <laughs> they're, still, they're still a part-time team and they came up in second place because Dundee United came up by not being invincible. They did end up losing against St. Johnson, but they, you know, were Rat, 20 points ahead of everyone else. Yeah. But they, 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 they came in second, so that's two new teams in. We're now under the SPFL. God help us all. Fuck me, man. We were always hoping, though, that the games wouldn't clash with men's games, and it feels like that's exactly what's going to happen. You can't moan about growing the women's game and still have them clash. It doesn't fucking work like that. And even, especially now, right? I don't know what England to win, right? That's just me. No, you were the same car. We're Scottish. It's a thing. And even if you like the Union, whatever... They don't shut the fuck up about 1966. So them winning this year, the Euros, is a catastrophe. Right, yeah, it really fucking is. Because this is just what we always speak about. Oh, it's coming home and all this. Especially, no, it took you 56 years to shut the fuck up. We anyway, invented football, so it hasn't come home. I would just like to point out. So despite our feelings on England winning, England winning is actually such a massive thing in the world of women's football, right? Because now in this country, you, we, there is now calls from girls, young girls, to, to be able to play football, have school teams and not stop when they get to secondary school. It is now trying to make an equal playing ground because when you give them that pathway, you can see what they can achieve because girls who play football, the women who play football for us, or any of the teams play it based on pure passion. Don't play for money. It's a love of the game. You've seen that in the pictures, Leah Wilkinson, with some of the Arsenal, the former Arsenal women's players, people like Alex Scott and, and Faye White and all these people who she looked up to, wanted, she wanted to play. Now she's playing and she's just captain England to a Euros win. If there's ever a time to build on women's football, it's now. Because this whole country, Scotland, England, Northern Ireland, Wales, have seen what is possible if you put the effort into it, like the FA have put the effort into the, the Lionesses. And now, now is literally the time to up your game. Like we've seen record amounts of season tickets sold. It's the, 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 it's growing so fast now, just because one team will win a, a major tournament, and we need to keep that going. So, if the SPFL could up, update the website, so it's not from last December, that would be nice for a start. We'll start with that. Yeah. Anything above that is a an improvement. But honestly, we're run by absolute badgers. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how we get on. Maybe they'll improve things now that we're under the umbrella, and maybe they'll actually promote things and oh, maybe change fuck. the times by a big enough margin so people can maybe get to both games. You know, something like that. Even if it is the same day, just have a, a different. You know, a big enough time gap. Either we'll play at one o'clock, or we'll play at seven o'clock and have the men at three or whatever. So that yep. people, if they want to, have the choice of going to both. It's easier that. to get to Broadwood now. Trains, buses, cars, it's free parking. No excuses for people to not turn up if they want to turn up. Yes. Just come and support the women. Have a wee day out. Bring your wains. It's one of those ones, like, I mean, it's a lot cheaper as well. You're a fiver for an adult and three pounds for a child. You're eight quid for the two years. That's you're like thirty five pound, and I'm I'm no completely like, ticket prices like that for every kind of men's games now. But that was a big thing last season. Mary, who likes the women's team, that was one of her biggest issues with games clashes. She she didn't get as many women's games as she wanted because of the fact that she pays for a season ticket. And you know when you're paying that amount of money for a season ticket, I don't think I'd want to go see the women if I've paid like five hundred pound for a men's ticket. Like I, and I completely understand women who can't. So if they want to grow the women's game, the best course of action would be don't put it on when, you know, it's it, like the same time as the women's. I'd like change the women's times. If you said can't put maybe put the women on later or have you know, if the women are twelve o'clock kick off and make the men a four o'clock kick just anything to stop it because it's not even just us. It happened to Celtic, it's happened to Hibs. It's happened like Hibs women and Hibs men were playing as both Rangers men and Rangers women at the exact same time last season. Dundee United are already complaining about it. Their inaugural game at home is on the same day at the same time that the men are at Tannadice across the road. People are already complaining. Do you know what I mean? It's dumb. There is no... I get to an extent there's part-time teams, so 8 o'clock on a Sunday wouldn't be feasible for people that have work at 7am the next day. I do get that. 
But if they can do it on a Wednesday night, why couldn't they do it on a Sunday night? Do you know I mean? Like, just make it different times. Give people the option. So difficult. But we're run by Badgers, so... Next, we've uh, got Doncaster and the links Badgers. It's fucking ridiculous, but you know, we shall see. But that is that is all for us and our, our rants and rambling things about. We're back. <laughs> We're back. If if you're no use to this talk shit, then you never will be, and that's your own fucking fault. But once again, I am Rianne. She is Car, my courageous co-pilot. This has been the Rangers Women's Football Show. And remember, folks, keep the battle fever on. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.